Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey, thanks for tuning in once again, if tuning in is even possible anymore. In this <laughs> modern technological age that we live in, I'm Mike Kapler with Joel Brzezinski, and we are here for another edition of our podcast called Growing in Grace. Uh, you're telling me we're just, just a few weeks away maybe from hitting... Uh, our seven-year mark, right, Joel? We're just shy of seven years. That's right. <laughs> it was February 10th, 2005, that we uh, uploaded our very first podcast. And uh, I think that was the middle of a week ever since that time. I think then then we waited. We did one on the 20th of February that same year. but And we've been doing it basically weekly ever since then. But yeah, in, in just a couple weeks here, uh, we're going to be looking at seven years of growing in grace with the cap and the breeze man. Well, good. I don't think when we started this, we thought we'd be doing this seven years from then. <laughs> I didn't know if we'd do seven days. Yeah, I think after the first one, I wasn't sure if it was going to be yeah, seven days. <laughs> but, exactly. Uh, I was apprehensive at first. It really was. I just I didn't know how how we would be able to handle a a fifteen minute conversation. You know, fourteen minute conversation. Here we are. 300 and some 14 minute conversations later going strong here I guess you you could I guess we could say well we've been talking about forgiveness and redemption over the last couple of weeks we need to do a little summarizing here on some things I think Joel you know if you didn't get a chance to hear the last couple of podcasts go back to growingingrace.org and you'll find them there near the top of our list all the programs are archived there but the most recent ones are at the top with the higher program number Redemption and forgiveness uh, tr tried to get into some of the root meaning of, of what they mean. And, you know, you would think that we couldn't learn too much more new about something important, as important as redemption and forgiveness. Because, I mean, they're, they're kind of foundational things, I guess, regarding the gospel and our faith in Christ. But it's an interesting thing how we can never stop learning. And, and there's just so much that God has provided for us that we have yet to understand. And that's what's so exciting about doing a program like this. We're covering what some might consider to be the basics of grace. But guess what? In a lot of Christian circles, many people listening today to this podcast have never really been exposed to the one true gospel of grace. They've heard a lot of different doctrines out there and a lot of church teaching, and not all of it is bad, but a lot of it has missed the mark or at least miss the real point of, of what the gospel is, which is why we're here to hopefully fill a void for some people who haven't been exposed to that. Yeah, I know. Just looking back on my own experience at church, I mean, even um, you know, whether it was in a legalistic type of setting or in a more grace-based setting, so much of it was based upon doing you know, based upon principles for Christian living. And I can't say that a lot of it was bad stuff. It's just that I was overwhelmed with doing, 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 and I was missing the basics, uh, the foundation. I like to use that word, the foundation, you know, where we need to be rooted and grounded and established in the grace of God. And so while some people might think, oh, you need, yeah, grace is good, but you need to move on to other stuff. I don't believe that at all. I think that grace and God's love 
our identity in Christ. That's the very foundation of, of everything. It's the essence of, of everything that goes on in our lives in Christ. And so to graduate beyond grace is just unheard of for me. Don't, I don't think that that's it. And, and redemption, forgiveness, we were talking about various aspects of of what forgiveness means, of what redemption means. You know, I think a point that we really need to make in all this is that it's great and wonderful that we have been forgiven. Can't downplay that at all, because God's forgiveness provided to us through the blood of Jesus and and the redemption that we have in Christ is wonderful and awesome. But the life that we have in Christ is, of course, more than just being forgiven. It's great that we've been forgiven, our sins have been taken away, and that's a a lot of relief for a lot of people. I think, as we talked about in in the previous couple of weeks, God did this because he wanted to. He forgave us, not because we had done anything great for him. We hadn't done anything to be worthy of his forgiveness. Really, that's not forgiveness anyway. If, If you've done something worthy to be forgiven, that's not really forgiveness. Forgiveness means you've done something unworthy, and God has forgiven you Uh, despite that. But we need to understand that more than just being forgiven, we've been given new life in Christ, and there's a few other things that we're going to talk about this week, too, here, Cap. Yeah, I mean, I know we talk a lot about our life, but it's really not our life anymore. And this is gospel stuff here now, okay? It might be different from the religious stuff that we've been exposed to or continue to be exposed to. Here's the bottom line, because we did talk about forgiveness and what some of that means, and you just touched on some of what what that means, Joel. I mean, remember that that one definition from the Greek, to be released from bondage or imprisonment, and can also mean the canceling out of all judgment, punishment, obligation, or debt. Forgiveness, unconditional, from God to you and me for all of eternity, okay? Mm -hmm. That that has been a completed work. It, It is done. It is finished. We're not in the business of asking God for forgiveness anymore. God is not in the business of granting you that forgiveness anymore because he did it through Christ at the cross. And now to those of us who believe we can experience this new life and experience the blessings of all these things that forgiveness provides for us, but we don't have to go to God to say, gee, God, I wish you'd please forgive me. I want to try to do better. I want to try to do harder. The bottom line here is something you just touched on. You were dead, and now you've been made alive. It's not that you were bad, and you've ceased from being bad or doing bad things, or at least not as many. It's not that you've gone from that to trying to be good. It's that you've gone from death to life. Mm-hmm. Uh, death from sin to life in Christ. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 2, and you, I'm picking up in the middle of an entire thought that he put together in chapter 1. We read some of that a few weeks ago, but he said, and you, he made alive. You were dead in trespasses and sins, but he has made you alive. And then just down the column from there in Ephesians chapter 2, Paul said, uh, verse 13, but now in Christ, you who were once far off, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. We talked about the blood of Christ a few weeks ago and how God used that, not money, but blood, to pay the ransom to get us out of prison. We were far off. We were dead. Now you've been brought near, not by anything that you've done 
or you know you suddenly haven't got everything in order and that God somehow approves of you. God never approved of you and me. He approved of Christ and he approves of us because we're in him. I think everybody needs to take time out if they can right now and say it out loud. I am in him. Remember that phrase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very important and that if the focus of the Christian life is only on forgiveness, then that makes it, unfortunately for a lot of people, that brings it back to being only about bad versus good. Uh, Like you were saying, it's not that we were bad and we've been made good, but it's that we were dead and we've been made to live. But when, when the church focuses merely on forgiveness, that gives a person the image the picture or the mindset that uh, it's all about me having done bad and now I've got to do good because forgiveness, I was forgiven of bad things. Uh, so the, if it's just about forgiveness, then that kind of makes it about bad and good. But it's about so much more in that we were dead and we've been made alive. And here's another little scripture here that really kind of brings out a lot of stuff here. Paul said in Romans 6, 3, Or do you not know that as many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? And then it goes on, but just put this image in your head of the word baptized doesn't mean water baptism. The word baptized means to be submersed into something. It means to be immersed or submersed into something. As many of us as were baptized, submersed into Christ, we were baptized, we were submersed into his death. So when he died upon the cross, we were, we were baptized into that death. And then it goes on, therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death, again, through being submersed into his death, that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. It's a newness of life that we have. It's not that, again... It's not that we were bad and we've been made good. It's that we were dead and we were baptized into Christ's death and raised with him so that we have this newness of life that we get to walk in. It's a brand new life. As you were saying, Cap, earlier, it's not me who lives, but it's it's Christ who lives in me, Paul said in Galatians. And so that's what our life is now, not me trying to do good, not me trying to walk in newness of life, but Christ in me, his very life that I've been made new in and, and raised together with. Yeah, you know, it reminds me of uh, where Paul, you know, said that as you have received Christ, so also walk in him. How did you receive Christ? You did it freely. It was effortless. It was through belief. It wasn't through any sort of action. It wasn't through any work. It was just an act of the heart. You know, some people just try and do it the other way around. Yeah, I I love what you just went through right there because so we walk in Christ the same way, freely, without effort, without focusing on our our works, our own abilities. Look, how many of us spent time as a Christian rededicating our life all the time? We would Mm. constantly fail. We would fall into sin. And what made things worse is sometimes we would go back and do those same things over and over and over again. And so we would get on this treadmill and we'd keep recycling all of that and we'd get down on our knees or we'd go to the church altar or whatever and we would say, God, please forgive me again, all right? As if the finished work of Christ was not enough. Now, I know we were doing that out of ignorance, but listen, don't do that anymore. I'm just talking to you as a friend who wants to see you experience 
the life of Christ that is in you. The frustration of that is usually, Joel, at least emotionally, people will get up from that prayer of forgiveness, believers these are, and they'll clench their fists and they'll say, okay, I feel good now, I feel clean, I'm going to try harder. I'm going to try to do my best. And that sounds good, religiously speaking, but you are going to be set on the wrong path from the very first step. Your GPS is going to lead you in the wrong direction. GPS, oftentimes in religious circles, that's, that's the gospel of prison and sin. That's all they seem to focus on. And if you're going to get up and, and try to focus on making your efforts better, you're going down the wrong road from the very beginning, and, and you're going to miss your destination. You're going to miss the blessing of, of where you're supposed to go. You're, you're going to miss the mark. And so just stay resting in him and realize that he has already accomplished for you all that is necessary for your forgiveness and uh, your redemption. That's the beauty of the gospel. Everything that needed to be done has been done on your behalf. You didn't have to do it. You couldn't do it. God knew that, and he did it all. Uh, so we get to rest in the sufficiency of what he's accomplished for us. Man, this has been yeah, some good stuff, Joel, Kev. If I could just add one more thing. If it becomes about us instead of him, then it's probably not the gospel. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, more good news coming up next week as we talk about this, this new life that we have in Christ. More than just being forgiven, more than just struggling day by day to try to live a godly life that's good enough for God, but we've been made new. We've been made alive with Christ. Keep it right here on this same station next week for more Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.